Algeria is going to be so, so confused. <laughs> I'm yeah. Moving up in the world. Got the smooth jazz voice. Let me turn that on. All right. Uh, so what's going on? What's, uh, you're, you got the weekend to yourself? What, what went down yesterday? What, weekend to myself. Uh, did a little, did a little stag weekend. Um, bachelored up. Okay. No ring. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! Oh shit! Um, Scandalous. No, no, yeah, I had to get mine. I had to get mine taken in. Oh, what happened? Um, so, uh, uh, they always ask you to do them like half a size big when you go, oh, just because gotcha. you don't look like an idiot. You know, like when you got to put the ring on and off in front of people. You don't want to have like your fat finger just like jamming up the ring, and then you just like wearing your ring on like your nail, right? At the wedding ceremony, and you just right. like, look stupid. And they do the same thing for like, uh, for like uh, engagement rings too. They're always like, I was like, I think this is her size, and she was like, Yeah, well, I think that you don't know what you're talking about. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna give her a ring that's big, and then it's gonna go on for the pictures, and then you're gonna bring it back, and we're gonna do it. Right, so, right, right. Um, gotcha, gotcha. She wanted to do the same for mine. So, uh, yep, bachelor weekend, man. Went and played golf. I went to some golf club in Virginia. Oh, shit. Because uh, uh, one of the dudes I know up here is a member. Okay. And uh, just hung out at the clubhouse. We hung out in their lounge room for like four hours. It was like big, big time. Big time dog. I was just like sitting in a lounge room, like uh, you're just playing poker, smoking cigars, dude. Okay, I had, right. the, I had the green visor on. So you're in elitist now. Well, I was in Virginia. So, so <laughs> in South Virginia, not like not like oh, Charlottesville. So fair, fair, fair. It's like elitist for like the guys that are bailing hay. True, That's true. true. It still sounds pretty fucking nice, though. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was, but it was cold as hell, dude. Like, yeah, we had a we had a we had an eight person golf match going for money that everybody just agreed we didn't have to pay each other if we were allowed to get off the course. <laughs> like we were on hole like sixteen, and everybody was like, "Are we cool if we just abandon this match and nobody pays anybody if it means we get to go inside and not have to sit out here anymore and play golf?" Yeah, yeah. The team that was winning was like, "Yeah, fuck this. I hate this." Yeah, I, I imagine golf is not a fun sport to play while sniffling. No, it was 37 with like 35 mile an hour gusts of wind. Yeah. Like felt like in the up here too. And so I was just like hitting balls out of bounds on purpose. So <laughs> that meant that I didn't have to play the rest of the hole because we were playing like the best shot between your partner. Right. And so I was just like hitting balls out of bounds and being like, oh man. Good luck. And then, like, putting on my jacket in the cart and just, like, sitting there, like, damn, the third time in a row. That's crazy. I've yeah. done it all day. But... Damn. All right. Well, that, that sucks, but at least you were, you got to chill in the clubhouse. Um, What's been going on with you? Fuck, man. Uh, Nothing really, man. Just a lot of work. Started back up a new uh, soccer league yesterday. So Soccer again? Yeah, man. Just trying to stay in shape. It's better than all right. Going to question is that scare the hell out of you? How aggressive are they in your socket league? Like, is somebody gonna slide tackle your ankle off again? No, 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 you're not allowed to slide tackle. This is rec league, people got to go to work on Monday. (laughs) Ain't nobody slide tackling. 
Hey man, I, I it depends on how many Europeans are in the group. I know how Europeans get down, man. They don't have to go to work. Europeans, yeah Europeans true would be on holiday for forty five days, dog. They don't, they do true not have to go to work. If you get slide tackled, your leg off. They, that's just part of it for them. yeah no i tend to play co-ed so it's a little less competitive um Damn, in my mind that's a i rough think start. That's a rough start to this podcast, dog. why is oh well i mean like i just mean like there's a girl on the field so the other team is like cognizant We that suck. we're not slide tackling like We're not taking it because you get seven v seven all men, and it's gonna get a little. It's gonna Yeah, get it's a little gonna get chippy. tested. I mean, the team we played yesterday, they they're a little chippy, but it's fine. It always sucks when you play like a good team, and they are still like physical. And it's just like you don't have to be this way. You're already kicking our ass. Why are you shoving people? Like, just chill out. So, Yeah, y'all are y'all want this too bad, bro. yeah, yeah, we had a. "Quote unquote record breaking snow in Philly, which actually wasn't. I woke up in the morning and the streets were clear, and I was just like, oh, cool. So, this is what everybody was fussing about. Wait, so how often does it snow in Philly? Because I've always assumed Philly's, like, I know it's cold, Yeah. but, like, what's the snowfall like? Um, I'm not entirely sure, but I've been here for two years, and this is the first time, this is the first year it snowed. Okay. Um, So it's so it snowed like three times. similar to North Carolina. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, a, it's like an event. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, yesterday wasn't crazy. We had some some snow where, like, uh, I want to say, like, last month, we got, like, eight inches or so. It was crazy. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it wasn't anything crazy. Wind was was nuts, though. It was, it was brick outside, as the New Yorkers would say. Shout out to them. Um, and then today I got a little uh, bowling tournament with the lady. We uh, were doing uh, scotch doubles. Okay. Um, which basically she bowls first, and if she doesn't get a strike, I have to pick up her spare. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, but if Or she gets a strike, stressful. then I start first, and then she has Uh, to get my spares. okay. How? Yeah. So, who's the better bowler in the group? Oh, she is. Okay, that's cool. Uh, yeah, she bullied me into getting a thumb hole because I used to just bowl two fingers. Uh Um, so now I'm bowling with a thumb, and it kind of changed all my shit up, and I'm just mad and consistent, and I actually picked up a thumb injury. So, huh. <laughs> oh no. Wait, so your ball <laughs> only had two holes? yeah, just for Okay. the remainder. And then you just held it in your palm for the Yeah, for the just cut that bitch and ripped it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Are you playing with my man still, the the professional skateboarder guy? Uh, yeah. So I sub for that team on Tuesdays. And whenever he's not in town because he's off traveling doing skating events and shit, I sub for him Yeah. Yeah, or you got to somebody else on the team. He's got to show you around all the skate spots, man. I've seen so much of Philly growing up just from watching like skate Yeah. videos and stuff cuz it's like it's like definitely more of a skate spot than like pretty much anywhere else in the United States. Yeah, Like I didn't Vegas realize is like that. a yeah, like Love Park is like Yeah. like skateboard like skateboard central Yeah, I didn't realize that until I got up here and started bowling. Like, a lot of the people that I bowl with skateboard. Um, yeah he just happens to be the only one that's nice enough to actually be a pro at it. yeah Um, but, yeah, I bowl with some pretty interesting people. <laughs> I had one dude, he's writing for Rolling Stone, and he also does a bunch of, like, 
weed articles and stuff. The Rolling Stone? Or just No, separate? yeah, it's separate. So, like, he's freelance, but, like, he, Oh, yeah. he does some Rolling Stone articles and shit, and apparently he's supposed to be going out to interview some famous-ass skateboarder in L.A. I don't know who he is, but apparently he inspired Tony Hawk. Uh, so, whoever that is, I'll, I'll ask him, but shout Uh Yeah, out ask to him cuz there's there's almost no way I don't know who it is. Yeah. Yeah, but um yeah, I didn't realize how uh legitimate of a skate town Philly was, but it's Yeah. it's nice like sometimes when I go play soccer in the mornings, I take my bike past the art museum and there's Uh-huh. a uh, skate park that like right underneath that on like a hill. And every now and then I see like this old Asian lady doing tai chi in the skate park and it's just graffitied up. It's just her in there, just like doing her poses and shit. It's funny as hell. Hey, man. Yeah. But All right. yeah. So I think the biggest topic is NCAA 25 Fuck yeah. has been announced Hell yeah. It's as going to be released. a big summer. So it's going to be it's going to be the biggest selling uh NCAA game, but what we what the see what we've lost in those 11 years is a lot I guess you don't play Madden Right, like these days. Uh, I picked up Madden 23, and Okay. that makes me a little worried about the new NCAA game because they've overcomplicated a lot of things. Yes. So the Madden community hates EA Yeah. with a passion Yeah. because they try to do different things to the gameplay that have nothing to do with playing football. Right. To the point where we have had 30 years of Madden and you got to make things different at some point. Right. And so they hate Madden. And instead of making us, like, allowing us to put tattoos on our players, they're like, hey, you have four milliseconds to decide if you want to do a spectacular catch, an aggressive catch, or a safe catch. Have fun while this DB picks it off as Yeah. you try to decide. Bro, I played one of the newer Maddens. I had... Alright. So, I look... I identify... They are running... Single high safety... That they've come into. They are running... Cover three. Everybody has deep thirds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This dude... I have an out route coming up underneath... With a... Uh, nine route on the outside... So basically, you got a flood concept going. Yep. So I see that they roll it. They have this because they started with too high. They walked one of the safeties down. They roll it in the cover three. They roll it in the deep thirds. So I throw the out route. A linebacker who's not in the frame Yeah, snatch when that. I throw it runs and like jumps in front of it, bats it like this way. This is on all Madden, by the way. Yeah. Bats it. 54 and a half yards across the field to the other side, like to the other sideline Yeah. to where his corner picks it off. Yeah. There's nobody there now because it's 54 yards of a deflection Right. who then returns it for a pick six. Yeah. And I just went and turned the game off. Like as he was running, as he was running, like I didn't even do it with the, uh, the controller. Like I got up from my 
seat as the dude was like high stepping into the end zone and just like hit the button on the I would have Xbox snatched the fucking like, board out of the outlet. Yeah, I was like, no, no, thanks. I'm not doing this. This yeah. is the AI you've decided to design. This is the intelligent AI you've decided to design where they could jump a ball. Like, the most ridiculous athletic play by the linebacker to begin with, and then he bats a ball 54 yards across the field to a, to his buddy. So right. I was like, all right, so, bro. So, yeah, that said, that's the quickest and best way for them to ruin the most anticipated game in the past 11 years. Yeah. But I, I feel like the guys like me and you who like really loved like I didn't if we had the choice to play NCAA or Madden, we were taking NCAA every day. Oh, every day. I don't think that the people that are so stoked for NCAA then filled that gap with 11 years of Madden. Yeah, no. So they're not ready for what EA is about to do to this game. Mm -hmm. And it's about to be hella like. In the way the EA, like their corporate greed structure too, with like their microtransactions, like they're about to have you funding your NIL collectives for your own players. Like yeah. You are going to have to be like, do you want your five-star quarterback to stay? Well, then you better put a credit card in on your <laughs> account because you better fund his ass because he's gone. Like Georgia is offering him more money than you can to stay. And somebody's oh. about to have to put down a rack on a credit card yeah, to keep no, their quarterback there, or he is yeah. going to USC. Yeah, then then nigga can go. I'll I'll field a team <laughs> full of freshmen. I don't give a fuck. Yo, is that a Stanley Cup? It is. Oh my god! Did you get it before it was hip, or? Oh yeah, like okay, like I got it when you could still search Stanley Cup, and it had a hockey dude. Like yeah, before they were snatching people's wigs and targets. Yeah. Yeah, Katie came in. Katie came in and was like, "I want a Stanley Cup," and I was like, "Damn, like that's a like you're gonna have to never played hockey, ice skate growing up. Like that's gonna be a weird dream for you. I like I get it. We all want stuff, but like that's crazy that you groundbreaking. Like I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shoot you down. Like you if you start like now, maybe you you may be able to figure it out. Yeah, but uh, and then she showed me what it was. But then I bought one for her, and so did my my aunt bought one for her for her birthday a couple years ago okay and so she had to make a decision like which one oh. was she going to use the one that i got her or the one that my aunt got her yeah so she chose the one that my aunt got her so you bought yourself a Stanley cup <laughs> no, no she chose the one that i got her because i got yeah. her like the color she wanted and she was like well i'm not going to use this one so all right fair enough all right sorry to detour uh ladies that's all you get that's all the content you get Stanley yeah, cup yeah. we want to we want to apologize for the the athleticism comments earlier in the pod we uh i wasn't saying they aren't athletic <laughs> i've had my ankles snatched very very many times by <laughs> ladies with the uh with the soccer skills but i'm just saying we also have some out there that just kind of stand around step up your physical game ladies <laughs> go ahead soccer no Be please aggressive. no you know like women's soccer has like the most torn acls in of like oh yeah yeah no they don't care at all i mean we watched the basketball dog like that yeah. was the most okay. if you've ever watched a women's college basketball game they're legitimately should be wearing like wrestling leotards like yeah. it is the most physical fucking game they just don't like girls just get hacked yeah. all the way up just 
seven girls karate chopping them on the way up for a layup. There's no call. Yeah, like, bro, what is happening here? Like, you just can't do anything. Yeah, I mean, when they have the space, it's like fundamentals are on point. But yeah, you drive, you're getting hacked. And yeah. uh, need us not remember uh, or not forget the uh, the lady from uh, New Mexico, that soccer player that was snatching people by ponytails and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to bring up Newsom where the girl was getting packed straight out of bounds. Nah, no. Nah. Just sort of inbounds that ball. No, nah, we'll let that shit breathe. Wadded. <laughs> let that shit breathe. All right. Uh, back to the, the uh, topic at hand. Ladies, pack it up this summer. Your man is playing NCAA 25. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So just don't talk to us for like four months. Yeah. They're busy. <laughs> know that they're busy and they're going to be home. Yeah. We got, we got co op leagues. We got, we got uh, Road to Glories, if they bring that back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, we're busy. I think that's know. something that's underlooked is uh, if you create your own player and, like, do a Road to Glory, oh, I'm going everywhere. I'm going to four schools. Yeah. I'm leaving every year. Oh, I'm going to be a seven-year senior. For the best offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. Like, I actually – I actually, uh, one of the guys that I follow for, for college football is a, is a lawyer. Okay. That just like gave up practicing law so he could go call talk about college football. Right. But he's like one of the more successful college football analysts out there currently. And he was like, I think somebody should challenge the rule that you have to stay for four years. Like you only have four years of eligibility. Because he's right. like, I don't think it's constitutional. Because if you are a student at mm -hmm. the university, why should you not be allowed to participate in athletics, no matter how long you've been there? Yeah. So he's like, if you are, he's like, the only reason that there's a four-year eligibility rule is to funnel people into professional leagues. Yeah. Like to take people from and like push them into professional leagues after that. Yeah. And so what if, you just challenged it and said that you are impeding on my ability to make money because I can make money here at the college level for eight years. Right. So he was like, I think the next thing that's going to come is a, like a six year kid. Yeah. Who doesn't have NFL prospects. Yeah. is going to challenge that rule and it's not going to get upheld. And so they're just going to be able to play. They're just going to enroll in graduate school. Yeah, I also feel like it's a point of like safety as well, because like you don't want some like 34 year old that was like, hey, yo, I'm about to go get my master's degree and I want to play rush end. Yeah, on the defensive line, it's going to be a problem <laughs> because them dudes like at that level are grown ass men. Like when yeah. you put like a 31 year old like Chris Jones. Right up against like an 18 year old offensive guard right like what happens to smashed what happens to a practice squad player in the nfl that gets cut and it's like fuck it i'm going back for my master yeah, i need my nba and i'm also gonna join the football team and now you have a fucking free safety that also has nfl like experience just mossing everybody like i feel like it has to get blown up in that sense like we 
we're not really sure what the rules are. Yeah. So you almost have to make them like a mockery yeah. of the rules to then sit down and go, okay, like what makes sense? True. What makes sense with all of this? Like obviously they've now got an infinite transfer rule. Like they, they allow you to transfer as many times as you'd like. Right. And so I think it's going to take a kid that's going to play a fall or maybe not even a fall, like maybe six games yeah, and then go, I'm out. I'm going to a team that's six and zero, oh, and I'm going to go play for them halfway through the season yeah. and just enroll at that school. Like the, it would be tough because of like the, the academic element. Like there would be schools that would not want to have a kid enrolled eight weeks into their semester. I think we're long be, past that. I think that would be long past them giving a fuck about academics. Right. But what if, if it's going to mean the difference between your school being successful, like if, if you're basically a wide receiver one away from being a national title contender, those college coaches have more power at those universities than the president. Okay. So how does, how how do you say no to a college football coach that comes to your office and goes, make a special exemption, bring him in, make give him a role in classes. I don't care what the hell he's enrolled in. Put him here because I need a wide receiver one to come in and he's the yeah. best in the country and he's on a three and three football team right now. Bring him in, enroll him, and then we're going to go in the national championship. And then a kid plays for like seven schools in his four years of eligibility. And at that point you're like, this is crazy. We obviously can't allow this. Like, this is stupid to allow for the health of the game. But, like, it also wasn't fair to not let kids transfer, especially in the case of their coach, just up and peacing on them. Yeah. So. That's going to be a wild when they have to get, like, real jobs and there's, like, eight different schools on their resume. It's like, so which school did you go to? <laughs> it's going to be like, uh, I which don't know. Which school did you graduate from? <laughs> mm, graduate. Define that. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that's going to be a wild one. But, yeah, we're going to have to figure out the logistics so we can get this co-op league um started so we can uh yeah how did it create the sewanee 1899 team yeah dog everybody's everybody's skill on the swanee all right like so what are the ability rankings on the swanee 1899 team like i think they're all maxed out they're maxed out for toughness all of them 99 toughness yeah. No injuries. Maybe they had injury. I mean, there's four dudes in the team picture wearing neck braces. Yeah. They clearly have injuries. Yeah. They clearly don't give a fuck. <laughs> At right? all. There's 18. Or how many? How many was there? How many was on their roster total? 18 people. 18 people playing 22 positions plus special teams. Yep. And just out here going three ways, lighting dudes up. Yeah. D- can we find stats anywhere on some of these games? Um, like, what type of stats you know, do you want? I'm on their Wikipedia page right well, now. I guess like rushing yards is the only thing that was like, mm, I guess, no. stats like that. I don't see that. I'm sure you could do some deep digging and find it. But I think it is pretty crazy that that 10-day trip 
that they had five games in six days, they rode the train. Yeah, like, was it like 1,800 miles or some shit? 2,500 mile Oh trick my god, bro. That's where like they back played and forth across the country. five games in six days That is and wild. had five shutouts. They played That... Texas, Texas A&M, Tulane, LSU, Ole Miss. I mean, they, they kept it regional, but like, goddamn. Yeah. That's a that's a hell of a schedule too. That's illegal. Like No, their schedule was top tier, bro. I'll, I'll read out their entire schedule. Georgia, Georgia Tech, Tennessee, Southwestern Presbyterian, Texas, Texas A&M, Tulane, LSU, Ole Miss, Cumberland, Auburn, and North Carolina. There's only two guaranteed wins on that. Yeah, and I think Cumberland was actually good at that time. No, the fuck they weren't. Oh, were they? They blew them out 71 to 0. Oh my god. How does it even happen? The forward pass wasn't even invented yet. How do you just get run down your throat for 71 points? They were running that formation you sent me, like the one where they were just like all lined up double on each other. Like it was like Yeah. four dudes in front, four dudes right. They were running that like four, four, three defense, but they were Right. like all stacked on top of each other. So the uh the Southwestern Presbyterian game, they won that 54 to 0. And their columnist wrote, never before in the history of football at Sewanee have we piled up such a score against an opponent. And then like a month later, They hung um, 71 on him. yeah, for I love five how he minutes writes that. after the beginning of the game, Cumberland made some good gains, but the Sewanee defense suddenly grew strong. The ball was secured on downs and Siebel's crossed the line for a touchdown seven minutes after play began. I like how that guy writes that article like a dude in a fedora smoking a pipe at the time. Oh, yeah. Like, they had some good gains, but soon the Sewanee. Defense took the field. Yeah, I bet that radio broadcast went crazy. Never before have we seen a game like this in Swanee history of football, <laughs> of ever hanging this many points. it looks like they only played two halves. They didn't even play quarters at that time. Damn, they're just straight playing 30 minutes at a time. Yeah. And they hung 47 and then 24 on Cumberland. But yeah. Damn. So they at least pulled the they at least pulled off the took their foot off the gas at some point. There's a documentary of this, by the way. Is there? Oh, Yeah, we need to watch on that. Swanee1899.org. Okay. Story for the ages. Okay. Bro, look at these action shots. These are Yeah. not these can't be real parts of the game. I'm ready to tap the fuck in. You know what's crazy about all this? All right, so their leading scorer had 18 touchdowns. And it looks like they had a designated kicker who scored zero touchdowns but 18 extra points. And they only scored one field goal all season. Damn, they were they were aggressive. They were coming for it. 56 touchdowns, 37 extra points, which means that coach was aggressive as hell. Oh yeah. <laughs> He was running it up on your ass. and only one field goal for a total of 322 points throughout the season.
That's incredible. Unrivaled. There was a time more than a century ago when the University of the South was the baddest college football team in America. I feel like that's every year, though. That statement doesn't. That's a yeah. Adam Dexter from. But I mean, like, what's football. the equivalent of like somebody doing this this year, like in current times? See, I feel like their tallest player was six foot. Yeah, and they were all white. And their heaviest player was one ninety. This dude on the poster has an eye patch, and he's in the game. Yo, that's crazy. Oh, I apologize. Their their tallest player was six foot one. Okay. He was an eighteen year old. Their oldest player was twenty three. Yeah, so he's just a senior. Rip yeah. him up, tear him up, leave him in the lurch, down with the heathens, up with the church. That was their that was their motto. Well, they fucking did it. They fucking We did it. want Bama is the yeah. The title of this poster. I'm I'm gonna read off the I... the build of their linemen. So and this includes both defense and offense. Five ten, six foot one ninety, five three one twenty five defensive end. Six... Yo, that dude was hella quick off the edge. I bet <laughs> he's fucking five three. His center of gravity was insane. Bro, you could not. You could not. If that dude was bending on you around the corner, it was over for you. Oh, he probably ran through your legs. Yeah. Uh, six foot one eighty five, and then another six foot one eighty five. That's a modern day corner. <laughs> imagine, like, imagine, like you're down there. Uh, isn't Jalen Ramsey like six three, two, fifteen or some shit out there playing field yeah. corner? Dog, their quarterback was five ten one fifty four. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't get he. This was the time when uh, he's you didn't dying. Get points. He plays you didn't get points. You didn't get points taken off your draft grade because you couldn't see over the line. No, no. They also Thank had a quarterback that was sixteen years old. In a tackle that was 17. Bro, I'm trying to I'm trying to get this picture of my man here with the eye patch. And it's not even a good eye patch. It's like an eye patch that was designed for football. It's like a leather helmet that has an eye patch attachment. Hell yeah. To it. Oh, and there's a drawing of them just scrubbing UNC. Or drawing. Yeah. Well, they didn't have photos, dog. That's insane. And the train that they're driving around in, dude, it was like a steam engine train. Like, it's like a train. Like, the Chinaman built this train. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, damn. Somebody broke a 50-yard so, touchdown against Auburn. You know how slow that 50-yard touchdown it? was? I'm sorry? You know how slow that 50-yard touchdown was? Oh, probably. Imagine so. how slow... That dude breaking free was. Yeah. My man hit a top speed of like 14 miles an hour. Just Probably. chugging down there. Yeah. Dude. So 
if you're thinking about modern day equivalents of this, I don't know if this will ever be rivaled again because the just level of domination here yeah. was like just unfair. But I guess there's only two recent examples of this being a thing. Maybe, maybe 13 Florida State because their average margin of victory that year was 48. Okay. And 2019 LSU with Joe Burrow. Okay. Because oh, they just loved... bro. Did you... I went back and rewatched one of those games? They had Joe Burrow throwing the ball to Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Yeah. Yeah, like, their fucking team was insanely stacked. That was nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it was. You know what's like the craziest thing about like this whole team? That was their coach's first year. Damn. Yeah, that was their first year. He what, was what also is, okay. a football player, a baseball player, a coach, a referee, and an athletic director. And he ended up writing for a newspaper. Or so that is that's his total resume, or was that he just total resume? No, that's his total resume, and he only coached at Sewanee for three years. Okay, so here's here's an exercise that we need to do. What did 1898 Swanee look like? Like, oh. how much did this dude play a part in this? Here we go. All right, I found their thing. Okay, so this team he he came into a good situation. Yeah, they went four four zero. Three shutouts. Wins at home against Nashville, and they played three games on the road at Texas again. They just Texas was getting their ass whooped. Like yeah. they're just over. They beat Texas four to nothing. Yep. So he brought the offense. So that's that's what my, the next coach did. Um, because John Gear Jane was not an offensive mind. No, nah. because he was out here beating people ten to nothing, four to nothing, at twenty one to nothing. So at Southern AC took an ass whooping, <laughs> and then nineteen to four against Vanderbilt. What are we doing over here taking two safeties? Hey, bro, um, but uh, John Green Jane, uh, that was only his second season. This turnover is insane. Yeah, yeah, it was tough. It was tough to find coaches. Wait a minute. What is this breakdown? Suwannee beat Texas 4 to nothing by scoring on a trick play. What the hell was the trick play? <laughs> oh, you know, scored two points. points. <laughs> yeah, who ran the trick play? Also, what is a left end? Left offense. No. Oh, it's on the offense. Starting the starting lineup was left end. Waits. Jones was left tackle. Risby was left guard. Poole was their center. Claiborne was the right guard. Smith was their right tackle. Crandall was the right end. Wilson was the quarterback. Kilpatrick was the left halfback. It's probably what wide receivers evolved from. True, bro. What are the? The box score against Nashville is they scored five in the first half and five in the second half. With 4,000 people in attendance. Yeah. That's a big crowd. Back then, yeah. Game was The game was 3 o'clock. Referee was Lee Carroll. There was a, they, they were keeping a lot of stats back here. Not the ones we want, though. No. Not the fucking ones we want. One of their ends was HMT. <laughs> I just love the guy's name is HMT. Hell yeah. Bunny Pierce. Wow. 
All right. Well, what it, what did John Gear Jane's first year look like? Yeah, probably shit. Was he part of the turnaround, or was Swanee just a? Oh, okay, yeah. Here we go. Were this they a powerhouse? No. All Yeah, right, took eighty-seven it. Took was it ass. Nashville. Yeah. They put the old one, one three and one record on the. His head coaching record was five three and one. <laughs> hey, bro, you get in, you get in, you get out. Yeah, pretty much. They had the fucking. They were not having it. He was also a baseball player. That makes sense. This is probably why he was not good. But he went on to coach at North Carolina in 1899. So he left the job and then they came and smoked and just his ass. Wore him out. <laughs> they hated well, John Gear Jane. They, they, they did. Came in. They won five nothing against North Carolina. Okay. But still. They they had to re they had to remind them like I feel like if you came and just warm out on offense, they'd be like, they had to show them what it used to be like. They're like, oh, remember yeah. this shit? We're gonna show you how shitty it is to play against your sorry ass offensive scheme by just scoring five points and dipping out. Yeah, I think it's most, go ahead. Their most recent season was sixty three. Okay. Before it went defunct, okay, and they went, they went eight zero, and had a really similar season, except the level of competition has gone down drastically now. They it went well, yeah, yeah. As those other schools came up, you can't really, yeah, they can't just be out here playing Texas anymore. Yeah, but they still were. They, the attendance went down drastically too. Damn. Wait, no, hold up. I'm seeing their last season was in 2000. They went six and four. Oh, was there? But they were in the Southern Collegiate Athletic Conference. I don't even know where that is. Yeah, that's a thing anymore. I think conference realignment, probably. Yeah, the SIAA. What what division are they? Oh, they're Division 1A, so... Okay. Well, yeah, this is a this is a crazy. Yeah, I think there, it's been a real disservice that we haven't really heard about any of these teams before, because what else like lore is out there? And this definitely needs to be, you know, how like they would put like maybe you never played like NBA 2K or something, but they would put like Jordan challenges. So like you had to like do some of the things that Jordan did within okay. the same time span. time spent they should do this in ncaa yeah. like you need to play lsu and blow them the fuck out 34 to nothing and every player no passing. has to be white <laughs> you have to put a six foot 123 <laughs> pound defensive end in the game and beat lsu by 34 and you cannot allow them to score and it's current lsu yeah 2019 <laughs> lsu joe burrow Drop him back and throwing it. Can you imagine how alone on screen Justin Jefferson would be as Joe Burrow hit him after he's getting covered by that five foot nine, a hundred and twelve pound white corner or white end? They didn't even have corners at this time. Yeah, it was just a 
Justin Justin Jefferson's just hitting the gritty from the 30 <laughs> on some dude with an eye patch that's just trying <laughs> to run him down. Oh, <laughs> uh, could you imagine the obscene slurs written across that as <laughs> you bust in logger room? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, true. How would they play a game on different fields? That'd be an interesting man. Wait, hold up. There's a said there's there's a book, I believe. There's something called Southern Fried Football. The history, passion, and glory of this great Southern game listed Sewanee as number one Southern football team of all time. Yeah, I'm going to have to disagree. <laughs> like, look, it's impressive. It really is. Like, it, no joke, that's an impressive feat to, to pull off what they pulled off. But I feel like there's some teams that would have worked that ass. Maybe. But considering that they all played both ways. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the more impressive feat out of all of it is they had no quarter break and no breaks on the other side of the football. And only gave up ten points in a like eleven game season. True. Let's 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 add up their offensive production. So what is the what is the score? come out to i think it's yeah, i think it's the 322 points three to 10 22 to 10 yeah that's uh that's a level of domination how do all of these kids have perfectly functioning noses oh yeah so yeah the ends they're basically playing wing t they did not have any wide receivers the, the forward pass was not a thing that was created okay so here's an exercise Newsom, 2009-2010, mm -hmm. has to line up and run the wing tee against this group. No. How are we doing? Not well. Getting scrubbed? Yeah. Yeah. The level, like, you know what's crazy is the level of innovation brought brought here by, hold on, I want to I get his name right. Oh, uh, man. Why can't I? Talking about our boy Billy Sutter. Is that the coach? Yeah. Yeah. So the level of innovation brought to brought to Lithia, Florida by Billy Sutter would have shocked Coach Sharp. Like you yeah. you know when like a team from the eighteen hundreds rolls up and is running shit that you've never seen before is a time where you got to pack it up. Yeah. As a as an offensive play caller. Okay. So, um one of their players went on to become a US senator. Of course he did. <laughs> and the only team to score on this on the Sewanee team was John Heisman's Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> the most coveted trophy in the sport of college football. Fucking John Heisman himself. You think they were like hitting the pose on him? 
as they were scoring, like just running it down and just. Well, maybe because it was a close game. It was 11 to 10. That was a barn burner. Oh, yeah. That was a nail biter. Yeah. They were sweating that one out. With no passes and no integration. Oh, yeah. Just dick in the mud, line them up. Yeah. Puck it, chuck it football. Yeah. That was a crazy time, dude. Yeah. That was, uh, that's insane. Imagine showing them what football looks today, looks like today. Like, imagine just show them a clip of a six foot four quarterback dropping back and throwing a ball Not 40 yards on a rock. It's all air raid, baby. <laughs> Across the middle of the field. For a the shotgun receiver. snap would give these people a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> And then a safety comes across the middle and decletes a dude. Imagine just showing them that play. Yeah. Just showing them like Sean Taylor's highlight tape or like Ed Reed's highlight tape. That would be the scariest bit of footage that those people have ever seen. Mostly because of the black dudes on the field. Oh, yeah, for sure. Other than that, the level of play would be so confusing. They would think it's a different game. They would honestly think that that's a different sport they're being shown. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, dude. It's a, it's crazy, man. It, Who invented the forward pass? Do we know that? I don't know. And what... That guy probably looked like Charlie Day in that, the meme of him with the... <laughs> All the uh, fucking string on the board. Yeah, like when he showed up and was like, "Guys, I got what? an idea." Um, illegal and experimental forward passes had been attempted <laughs> as early as 1876, but the first legal forward pass in American football took place in 1906 after a change in rules. Oh, so they had to they had to they had to let them do it. It was literally illegal. So this, yeah, this team couldn't do that. They didn't even have access to the forward pass. No. Damn. What was the point of a quarterback then? Hand it off. I guess. Or run it yourself. The, yeah, I guess there was a lot of QB draws. Isn't it crazy we just come right back around? Yeah. yeah like before, it was like the quarterback, like all he did was run. And then we had a long stretch where it was like drop back pro style quarterbacks. And now we're just right back. Like how, how long, much longer in the future before we see this team again? Well, I mean, like, we saw it for a little bit with like Navy and Georgia tech. True. Where they threw it like three times a game. Yeah. But I, I don't know where we just completely de evolution. The, like we just go right football? back to having right and left ends, no wide receivers. Like <laughs> that would be insane. And still having the transfer portal, <laughs> <laughs> the transfer portal alone would make these people go insane. Yeah, well, it is. It is now. It is the people that got through this. So, going back to Georgia Tech, I have a question. Yeah, if the transfer portal existed. Uh-huh. In like 2005, uh-huh. does Calvin Johnson leave Georgia Tech? He should have. 
Yes, but okay. my understanding is he had close family ties. Apparently, his sister is like really fucking smart and went to Georgia Tech. So yeah. it was well, like they a... still have academic standards even for their football team. So you still have to be really fucking smart to go to yeah, 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 yeah. Even if you're an athlete. Yeah. And it's an amazing school. Like everybody that leaves Georgia Tech with an engineering degree is like a absolute money making beast. Yeah. But like I saw this come up where it was like, yo, imagine that. Like he would have left Georgia Tech and what would he have done? But my question is who is throwing to him? At Georgia Tech? Yeah. Reggie Ball. Reggie Ball was throwing to him? I believe so. Reggie Ball was some ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Throwing football. Did we have more of a legend of Megatron because Reggie Ball couldn't throw the ball inside of a six-foot catching radius of Calvin Johnson, which led to him making some of the most ridiculous catches we've ever seen in college? Let's put it this way. Reggie Ball was so trash and Calvin Johnson was so good that Reggie Ball went undrafted and got signed by the Detroit Lions. Just as a flyer? Just as a... I know this guy. (laughs) (laughs) They just saw the connection enough times on Saturdays. They were like, hey, who knows? But... If he had a legitimate quarterback that was just fitting it in the numbers, would we even care as much about Calvin Johnson as we did because he instead had to climb the ladder and make a one-handed catch on a quick slant that was six yards ahead of him where he then had to lay out and one-handed fully extended on a tunnel screen? Yeah, um, I think so. I think he's just such a generational talent that unfortunately played with people so far below him that he had to make the best of what he had. I think if he actually played with people on his level, the game would be different. Or how we remember him would be different. I don't think we would think of a Jerry Rice immediately when we think of best wide receiver if he was playing with the likes of Drew Brees. Do you think he would have won like a Heisman? If he played with like the best It's hard for a wide receiver to win a Heisman. Like if he goes to USC and he plays in that offense. Like let's say he plays on that offense with like Matt Leiner and Reggie Bush and Calvin Johnson is your wide receiver one. They just scrub everybody and he's It's possible because that play action would be insane. Yeah, that would be the scariest fucking. Offense. I would shit my pants. Yeah, As a defensive back. Of Every any- time any one of them got the ball, because if they gave it to Reggie, you'd be terrified he's going to shake all of you. And yes. if they pulled up, you know Calvin Johnson's behind you. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think they said his his catch radius was the size of two car garage. I believe it because we so saw imagine him. just throwing a football into a two car garage. Calvin Johnson could catch it. Yeah, because Reggie Ball had a tough time doing that sometimes. Yeah, he had a career completion rating of forty eight point six <laughs> in a wing T offense with Calvin Johnson. Wow. All right, what are Reggie Ball's numbers? 
11 touchdowns. Calvin Johnson is... Or no, wait, hold up. He's got 57 touchdowns and 55 interceptions. (laughs) thousand yards, 662 attempts. Or no, 662 completions on 1,300 attempts. Bro. Paul Johnson was so confused. Yeah. He didn't know what to do. Yeah. I have to run this. I have to run this triple option. Yeah, like fuck, I've got a six foot five, two hundred and sixty-five pound dude that runs a four two. Like, I guess like this guy, Reggie Ball, he was he's from Stone Mountain, so it was a local school for him. But I'm just trying to consider like what goes through your mind when you get recruited to go to a school as a quarterback for a school that doesn't throw. Um not about to throw the football is what it comes down to. But like, what does that make you think of yourself? Yeah, he had to know. He was some ass. Because that very simple, that very easily could have been Pat White. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I'm looking him up. What? What was he? Okay. He was a five star. I was like, was was he was he thought of in coming out of high school? Like we thought of him later and he was a five star like it wasn't like he was yeah, he was top 50 in georgia he was the top third best player in georgia he was the all top purpose quarterback five best receiver oh are you talking about calvin johnson yeah and his own class i thought xavier we carter <laughs> xavier carter cameron colvin fred davis and early Doucette. i remember early Doucette. yeah i was about to say i don't know none of them niggas but I don't remember any of these other people. Damn, LSU was, I guess they did win the national championship. They were signing all of these dudes. They signed two guys ahead of him and the number 12. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you gave, if, if, uh, if Calvin Johnson had a Brock Purdy, he'd be in a different class. Oh, yeah. He would have just been throwing him the football on a tunnel screen every play. Yeah, it, it, Calvin Johnson would make Brock Purdy look like Peyton Manning. This is this is crazy. 6'4", 210 in high school. Jesus Christ. Playing Jesus. at Sandy Creek High School. He finished 6'5", 240. Bro, he committed to Georgia Tech three days the, like after leaving Georgia on an official visit. Imagine getting spurned like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you think you got it wrapped up. You're like, we got him on campus. We got this kid. We're not going to lose him to the nerds in state, bro. Like, they got a kid over there who literally can't throw the football on the field. They recruited Calvin Johnson in high school, as you said, five-star. But 240, uh, 24-7 sports had him as a four-star. They had him at 6'4", 213 with a 4-2-7-40. Yeah, how does that not turn into How is that physically possible? Is there huddle tape of this? And he played baseball. There's got to be. There's got to be a huddle somewhere of him just. He didn't even have, in three years at Georgia Tech, he did not have 
3,000 yards. But he still has the school record. Oh my God, I found it. He has a senior year huddle. He was playing corner. He ran a 4.35 at 239 pounds at the combine. Wait, this isn't it. There's way too many kids named Calvin Johnson. I guess I mean actual Calvin Johnson. This is insane. He was on Dancing with the Stars? I mean, he could literally do anything he wanted. Yeah, that's true. He LSU worked at Harvard to study the effects of cannabis on CTE and the benefits in managing pain. Bro, you're doing too much, Calvin Johnson. Like, you can't be six foot five, two forty, running the four two, and then be like, "Oh yeah, I'm also gonna go work with fucking Harvard on figuring out the effects of cannabis." Like, you gotta stop doing stuff, bro. At some point, like, you can't be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go win the Nobel Peace Prize." Well, I mean, he Dude. never won anything in his football career besides individual accolades, so let him get a fucking issue off. I thought he fucking had his own strain of weed. Could you imagine what Megatron would do to you? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would put you down. It would be like 340% THC. It would just be like liquid THC. Yeah. In plant form. Shit sounds fire, honestly. It would like cure your CTE. Drop that Megatron, yo. Yeah, man. Shouts out to him. Yeah, he's living his... He was the first, man. He was also the pioneer of, like, I'm gonna get out while I'm healthy. No. No, because that's Barry Sanders. Yeah. Who also did it with the same team. Detroit Lions. Yeah, they... you, you people will straight quit on Detroit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, somebody, somebody's, like, four years into their career with Detroit, just balling out, and they're like, I'm out. Yeah. I'd rather not play. Yeah. I mean, because at the end of the day, what are we doing? Yeah. We're not going to win anything. I got to live in Detroit. Two, I have to take an ass whooping every week. Yeah. In perpetuity. It doesn't matter who. They've had some of the best players that ever played the game. Yeah. And just straight losing as yeah. often as they can. Yeah, that man was a monster, bro. I was straight rooting for the Lions at the end. Like, in the Bucks game. Yeah. I was like, good for them, bro. Yeah, no. Like, they, you know how mad they have to be at the fact that they are a team that, like, when you think of the couple of franchises that you think about when you think about the NFL, you don't get that deep into it before you say the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Like, you, like, bring up the Packers, you bring up the Vikings, you bring up, like, the 49ers, Cowboys. You get to the Lions pretty quick. And yeah, they've had to watch the... reasons. Buccaneers win two Super Bowls. Yeah. While they were out here just not winning the playoff game. Or and, a single game in a season. Yeah. In the time that the Bucks became a franchise, the Lions did not win. No, because the Bucks came, they were in the 70s. So that's not true. But it was like 36 years that they didn't win a playoff game. Yeah. So they watched the Bucks come in there and win two Super Bowls. Yeah, they, they watched whole expansion teams come in and just win shit that they never even got a sniff at. That's tough. Yeah.
That's a tough you one. Wanna, I want to go back to this forward pass rule. Okay. So, like I said, it, it was invented or finally allowed in 1906. And then in 1951, they finally established that no center or guard could receive a forward pass, and a tackle may only do so if he announces his intent to the referee beforehand. Imagine having to cover 10 dudes. Why the fuck are you throwing to your guard or center? Because he was five foot ten, 140 pounds, dog. Like he was he had speed. You just put him there because he that's where he played. There was no, was there no nose tackle. What there is your no... nose tackle doing? He was pressing him. <laughs> he was in he was in a two-point stance. He didn't know what the hell he was about to do. He didn't know if he was gonna just road grade him off the ball, if he was about to just throw him. Or if he was going to be pass blocking, or if he was just going to head slap him and go out for a pass. They let so 45 years go by before they were like, yo, we got to do something about this. Yeah, we can't have 10 dudes out here running for passes, bro. We don't know what anybody's playing. We don't know what anybody's doing. Fucking center just went out for a fucking fade. We have no idea. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's insane. So, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. That's the. That's the level, like, we think football is crazy now. We think there's no rules in college football now. Imagine yeah. that shit. Imagine what a trick play looked like without the threat of a pass. Yeah, that was tough. But imagine what a trick play looked like when you had 10 dudes that could receive the ball. <laughs> it went from the most creative trick plays of all time to, like, there was literally nothing you could do. I, I really want to see a playbook from 1889. Or eighteen ninety nine. I want to see a playbook from the time they let everybody go out for a pass, dude. There was so many lines written on that fucking play sheet. You know how many fucking you know how many fucking routes the quarterback had to remember? He had to remember what ten dudes were doing on every play. <laughs> Imagine the hot routes. I guess it's good because nobody was coming at you. It was literally a one man rush. But, yeah, I'd be bringing the house on every play if I was the defensive coordinator. Well, then he just tosses it up and true, yeah. One of those nine motherfuckers is going to come down with it. Yeah, you could play five hundred with your own team. Yeah, that's insane. I would just have everybody go back and like a hook, like everybody just do five yard hitches. We'll figure yeah. this shit out. Yeah, you could run tunnel screens with your right tackle that's you run a tunnel screen and have no idea who's about to catch it and and you're the one that designed the play yeah 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 football came a long way man this is crazy to think about it really did um, i just love the fact that people were like this is like you know there was some dude in a fedora like every week that was like this is lona Shea, what we're doing here yeah. Oh, when the first pass came? What? Oh, he was going to fight this? that coach. <laughs> Probably he was just about to fight line. that coach out there. When they went and shook hands at the 50 after he got 325 passing yards put on him. Yeah. Oh, he was out there ready to throw, grab him by the three-piece suit and throw his ass in the ground. Yeah. 
Wait, okay. I'm looking at something. The hurry-up offense is nearly as old as football itself. Huddles used to not exist. Michigan coach Fielding Yost was known as hurry-up as he had Benny Owen call signals for the next play even while still lying beneath the tackle pile from the previous snap. That's like a war. That's like war shit. <laughs> that is insane. So you're telling me they weren't even huddling? Yeah, they just sugar huddled. They just sugar huddled in 1800s. Did they even have play calls? Do you think they had the boards with like no, Taylor, Taylor no. Swift, the crying emoji, and <laughs> they like they had like a, a like Captain a steam logo. train, like a Chinaman, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> they had the boards out, just like somebody smoking. Oh gosh. Yeah, no. Fucking Jim Crow era caricature. Like <laughs> <laughs> looking at the sideline, like, got it. Yep. Touched know exactly what's coming. Going to the house. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know. Football was crazy back then. I wish we had cameras. I think if I could time travel, I would time travel back to those days and just and just, and just watch it. Just watch and or well, yeah, they wouldn't let me play. Yeah, no, you wouldn't be able to play. <laughs> probably wouldn't even be able to watch yeah that's true i don't i don't know <laughs> but we're, we're about 30 30 some odd years out of the out of the uh civil war at that point depends on where you're at true they probably didn't even hear about it yeah because mississippi didn't acknowledge it until the 60s bro wasn't it i think it's kentucky and we could actually factor this we have the internet I believe they did not ratify it until the until like 2005. Oh, that's fuck. A, I think the 13th Amendment. I think when did Kentucky ratify? No, I'm wrong. 76. What about the? That's still pretty late in the game, my guy. Yeah, that is really late. 95. That's 110 yards. Or 10 years. And Mississippi finally ratified it in 95. 95? Yeah. Yeah, that's like that joke that uh, Shane Gillis tells where he's like, you know, I watched a documentary about um, Bear Bryant who integrated Alabama football. And everybody was like, yeah. And he's like, hold on. Hold on. It's like 1979. <laughs> don't, give him, don't give him too much credit here. <laughs> It, it was, I mean, thinking that it came into effect in 1865 in Mississippi uh, in 95. 30 years. And then the, like, certification that all states were behind it in 2013. Yeah, they were holding on. Yeah, to say the least. They were they were kicking and screaming on that one. Yeah. That's all right, well, this took a dark turn. Anyway, what else we got? Yeah. If you live in Mississippi, you guys... I mean, I'm. you probably don't have the internet, but <laughs> if one of your friends shows you this podcast, just, yeah. just figure out, like, you know, you saw how long, how far football's come. You know what just you did. Do, do that with your lives. Yeah, you, you, you know what you did. <laughs> um... 
but yeah, I mean, people listening to the podcast appreciate some of the uh, the reposts that we've had on uh, SoundCloud. We're also available on Apple and Google Podcasts. So, you know, fuck with us. Maybe we'll get on Spotify, but I don't know. I don't really use it. So, no. Um, I think Spotify is where the money's at. is it? Yeah, I think. That's where everybody does the... You gotta pay True. That's where, Spotify like, podcast fucking now. Joe Rogan got a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. Well, Yeah, shout out to Joe Rogan if you want to bring us on the podcast. no, no, I can't vouch for that. I'll <laughs> go, bro. yeah, you, you I'll, kick I'll it. go for the finances. I don't, I don't want to be on a three-hour podcast. Talking about <laughs> DMT. yeah, I'm good. You guys eat elk meat? I don't, I don't do enough drugs to qualify to be on that, uh, on that podcast. But yeah, you can shout them out. Do whatever you want. Um, yeah, shout out to your boy Trump. He was here in Philly for the sneaker convention. Sold Oh, up your shoes. he sold his shoes. Did Yeah, he he have sold a, did a he pair have a of pair shoes. of sneakers? I think he just like made them up. And he's trying to, he's trying to, They weren't, they weren't actually there. He just said they were. I mean, probably he's trying to, you know, knock down some of this $355 million debt he's in right now. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm sure they're like the best shoes. Yeah, yeah. Most comfortable shoes. Sure, sure. And they're not made in China at all. No. Um, all right. Well, what else you got going on for the rest of your, uh, your stag weekend? It's almost over. Yeah, I got to clean the house. Oh, shit. That's the only thing. Got to clean up your mess, dog. Yeah. That's tough. It's tough luck. Yep. Yeah, you got to clean up. You got to clean up all the mess you made. Okay. Um, Um, I don't want to go outside anymore. Why is that? because that was hell yesterday. Uh, oh, It's it's not cold. even better today. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, sun's out right now, 40 degrees. Wind is making it colder, it says, so. Lucky son of a bitch. About to throw Probably the heater he's like on. twenty something. It's twenty something in Philly. Yeah. Yeah, it's for the birds. Yeah, it is. It is. But you know, whatever. We'll make do. You, Um you, as soon as you have bowling tonight. No, nah, it's at two. Oh my god, you better go to bowling. Yeah, You gotta it's get warmed a, up. it's a tournament, so it's going on for like three weekends. Cash out for first place is like four hundred bucks. I don't think we're going to get that, you know, but, you know, you got to try. Um, and if we do, it's going to be in large part thanks to Jessica. Um, yeah, she kills it. So, Did you so did you meet her at bowling? Fuck no, bro. No. We met on Hinge. Hinge. Shout Bro, out that's to the only way you can meet these days. if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, Hinge shouts out. That's the one. Is that the one where no? Where's the one where the girls have to email message Bumble. us? Bumble? It sucks. Well, hold on. If y'all Bumble, if you want to give us money, we you may change our opinion. Yeah. I may have met her on Bumble. I don't know. But she had a bowling picture on her profile. I said Yeah, that. shouts out to bowling. Yeah, I said the form was impeccable. And uh yeah, she uh, she's been fucking with your boy ever since. Let's go. So yeah. I mean, her her grandmother and her her grandpa, rest in peace, Pappy, are Hall of Fame bowlers. Really? Yeah, That's crazy. great. And her her grandma used to be a coach, so she gave me some tips a couple weekends ago. Uh And her grandma is so legit that when she was a coach, she learned how to bowl left handed just to coach a left handed bowler. Oh my god. 
Yeah. Damn, so it's in the genes. Oh, yeah. She's got credit in these streets. We went and bowled for like an hour and a half and didn't pay money because her grandma's, she's out here. Wow. How old's her grandma? I don't know. Oh. But Is she she... still bowling? no, not anymore, just because she doesn't want to deal with the decline. Like when you've bowled so well for your whole life. Damn. That, you know how competitive you got to be? Yeah, she was That going you... to like tournaments like every weekend. Did you straight give it up because you're like, I'm going to be so pissed that I can't be as good as I once was, Yeah. that I can't handle it, Yeah. so I'm out. Yeah. And I mean, she's had a few medical issues because, you know, elderly people have those. So it, it's going to deteriorate your game quite a bit. How many, does Jessica have any 300s? No, nobody's Not got yet. standards yet. I think Jessica's highest is like a 260 something. That's incredible. And her grandma hit a couple 299s, a couple 298s. I went I went bowling like a month ago. Yeah. And hit a 150 and just about slid on my stomach down the lane. Yeah, yeah, you feel like king of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I um I was in The I was in the presence of a two ninety nine. You remember my mom's old boyfriend, Brian? That Brian guy, yeah. Yeah. I was in. He was a he was a big bowler. He was like a a league bowler. Yeah. I was in the presence of a two ninety nine, where he hit, he got to nine. Yeah. Straight strikes. Yeah. And like people started stopping down the lanes, like they it was kind of getting around. Like he was like, yeah, "Yo, yeah. my man over here is on nine. And Yeah. then he got to 10 and like more and more. And then when he got to 12, Yeah. the whole place stopped. Yeah. And he hit the 13 and threw it. Because it's 13 frames, right? Total? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he threw the 13th ball and it was a thing of beauty. And it just left, it left Yeah. like the, the 10 pin. Just In the past like month or so, I've seen two 300s and a 280-something. But yeah, it, actually, no, I lied. I've seen three 200, or three 300s. One, nobody even noticed. Somebody was just like, hey, yo, lane 14, somebody's on a 300. And then the announcer just announced it like 20 minutes later. It was like, congratulations to Brandon on his 300. Good luck, everybody else. And Hey, just so you know, Brandon bowled a 300 and went and got his fries from the concession stand and left. uh... yeah, <laughs> Brandon, your order is up. Um, and then the other times <laughs> that I've seen 300s, like the whole bowling alley just fucking stopped. yeah. And like everybody was recording and shit, and he iced it. He That's fucking so sick. that shit. It was good. Um, and It's then so sick to like throw the ball and just turn around. Like no, walk over, walk he away. didn't. He wasn't that confident because there's so many times that you see like the <laughs> prettiest fucking ball go down the lane and it yeah. was a 10 pin or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh yeah, it's quite the sight. I think I would just like break down and cry. I would definitely retire. I would throw all my bowling balls away. I would, I would touch another bowling ball in my life. But I don't, um I don't think so, dude. I think you'd be so like, you would chase that feeling Yeah, you would. so much. The dude that hit that 300 where everybody went dead silent in the bowling alley, 
his next game, well, the, he was on fire that night. But like the following week, he was bowling like a one seventy six. Wow. Yeah. So like I, I'd be so defeated. But nobody can take that from me. It's all about which, which bowling alley you do it at. Because the bowling alley he did that at, I don't really respect that type of shit. It's a social bowling alley. Um. And then which league, like whether you're doing it sanctioned or like a social league, sanctioned means that shit carries weight around the country. Social league is just a bunch of drunk motherfuckers. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah, you're like in the fire. Yeah. But I do, uh, there was this scandal in bowling like a couple of weeks ago. This dude got, he was uh, in a tournament and got snatched by the U.S. Marshals in the middle of a game. For Uh, what? It looks like he was fucking around with some little kids and he wasn't supposed to leave the state and posted a Facebook (laughs) post and tagged where he was at. Yeah, my man. Yeah. Marshall's rolled up on his ass. They pulled him in the the bowling alley. (laughs) He still won $1,500 that night, though. (laughs) Well, I hope this bail went towards his bail that he didn't have. But yeah. But all right, man. All right, Doug. Well, is it, send me the. Send, let me know how y'all do. All right. I'm I'll to hear about the the, the tandem. Yeah, she's she's gonna carry me. Shout out to that <laughs> handicap. <laughs> Have fun cleaning the house, man. Peace. Yeah. All right, bro.